Welcome to Cash Call. Listen live as expert sales trainers give actionable feedback on real calls while you learn coaching tips directly from the professionals. All right, everybody. Hey, it is Dale Archdeacon and Brian Curtis back for Cash Call this week, right? Will, you know what I don't know is we made a fancy intro thing for us, Brian, a fancy cash call thing where we say how amazing we are and what we do here as a podcast, but I actually don't know how we use it uh, or how to play it. So next week, Brian, everybody will get to hear the fancy intro for cash call that we have. How does that sound? I think we have two non-millennials doing this show and we don't know how to do stuff like this. We're getting there. We can learn. We can be taught, but uh, yeah. We are getting there. Unfortunately, the in the marketing department, the guy that handles this uh, doesn't have internet right now. So uh, me and you, uh, Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble, are figuring out how to do this right now. And I can't find the pterodactyl. So that's why we're having so much difficulty, right? It, it does feel like I'm running in that little car. <laughs> yeah. so. Brian, you're, uh, I feel you're very pixelated. Can you see that? I think, you're, uh, I think your bandwidth might be a little low. Uh, it shows me perfect on my end. I, I don't know, again, don't know how to fix my bandwidth if I am. So sorry if I'm blurry. Might look better. <laughs> well, you know what? Just listen to Brian's words. That's what he's here for. He has got a, He has a face for radio, so listen to his words. Right, Brian? Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm not going to argue or be insulted by that. So <laughs> I do try. If I haven't been able to assault you in four years, then I doubt I'm going to be able to. Uh, but I do believe, you know, last time we didn't get around to your uh, your call. So I think what we'll do is we'll listen to your calls today. Um, you know, since I've been hogging the uh, air time uh, with my calls in the past. Well, that sounds good. You know, I've got a call. Uh, I can tell you this agent is a guy that we've recruited recently to our team. So it's literally been on our team less than a month. And, uh, you know, one of the things I would suggest all you team leaders when you bring new people in is listen to some of their phone calls. And so yeah. by doing that, um, kind of double edged sword for me in a good way. You know, I've got I can listen to them. And also I found a call that might be really appropriate for cash calls. So I'm going to start and, with that one. And before you do that, because we're new here, Barney, here's what you need to do. I want to help you so that you don't get frustrated because I tried to do this last week and it was like really difficult with StreamYard. We're still figuring out whether we want to use StreamYard or not. Um, so what I do is I make my StreamYard window smaller and kind of move it, you know, off to the side and I have my call in the background. And then when you click, uh, present, right. To share your screen, make sure you include your sound. Um, it'll be on the first screen. You're going to click share sound. You're going to go to the next one, which is like share a specific window and pick your call, but you need them in like two separate windows because StreamYard, unlike Zoom, uh, makes it difficult and shows both your StreamYard and whatever you're trying to show on your desktop at the same time. Okay, so I think I heard all the things that you said, and uh, let's see if I can actually execute. Here we go. All right. All right, so step one, do we see my screen? It looks like you we see do. Your screen. See your screen. All right. Step two, let's play this and see if we can hear it. Turn it up. Give me a follow up call on a property search we've done a little while back uh, to see if you're still planning on making a move sometime. Yeah. I'm with the Curtis Realty Group in Rogers, Arkansas. I think you have a 911. Yeah, I thought you had a 911. Are you around Tisha or? No, I'm in Springdale. Living in Springdale. 
All right, so did you share your screen? There was no button that said anything about sharing sound, sorry. Okay, so if you go back to the share here, un stop your share. I promise everybody we did this before, but it's difficult. All right, stop your share. There we go. Okay, so if I click present and I click screen share, I click don't show these tips, right? Uh, when I go here, um, there will be share tab audio in the bottom left corner. And then I, when I click over to window, there is no choice. But as long as you've clicked the sound on that first tab, it should include your sound. That's what I did. Okay. Maybe try just sharing the tab. Try just sharing the tab that your call is in then. <laughs> Do you have a million tabs open? Uh, no, but I do have two screens. Okay. That might um, I wonder if anybody can hear us. You know what? I don't see any chat going on. If anybody can hear us, chat in, oh my God, are you going to keep using StreamYard? All right, now I see okay. a screen. So I'm going to try it again. You tell me if we can hear it. I'm going to rewind it a little bit. And now. I think that's better. Oh, we're getting comments. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. StreamYard. LOL. Thank you, Gabby and Dom. You're sharing in our pain here. Linda Bush, no more StreamYard. I think we might have to go back to Zoom. We might, but uh, who knows? Maybe we can practice. Who knows that we could actually practice something before we try it? <laughs> so maybe you and I need to go practice. We're we're old folks. So, all you right. Uh, it sounds like we can hear this. So I'm going to rewind it a little bit and see if we can actually give this guy some good feedback. So, okay, cool. Nope, no sound on this end. All right, how about this? Why don't you just describe to us what's going on in this call and we will pontificate on it and thus people will learn. And I think we might have to just go back to stupid uh, thing next time. Not yet. Okay, so pontification it is. Okay, so one of the things that I wanted to point out that I thought this guy did really well, we had a we had somebody come into the phone call and the guy said, who is this? And you know, you, we have all had that conversation where the guy's like, who are you? Why the hell are you calling me? And with that same level of attitude. And so oh, the very yeah. first thing I want to say about this agent was he didn't he didn't get offended by that. He didn't get thrown off by that. He just went, hey, I'm Patrick and I'm with Curse Realty Group in, in, in Rogers, Arkansas. Oh, OK. So and again, the way to solve that problem for all of you out there so that you don't have to do with that is your intro script. And the intro script is, hey, this is Brian Curse Curse Realty Group. I'm reaching out to you, whatever the case may be. There's different lead sources, different scripts that go behind that. But make sure that you're telling them who you are in some sort of real estate company. And the reason I say think that's important is um, there are companies out there like uh, let's say that Dale had a team called the Archdeacon team. I don't want to say this is Dale with the Archdeacon team because that doesn't tell me that just still doesn't tell me anything outside of Dale's name and a team he's on. It doesn't mean that we're selling real estate. We could be selling cars. We could be, I don't know, doing a million different things. So 
make sure that people understand that you're a real estate agent, assuming that you want them to understand that you're a real estate agent. So um, he could have done a little bit better than that. But again, the guy pushed back, who the hell is this? Why are you calling me kind of stuff? And the guy just stayed even. And I, I really applaud that because all too often people get really fired up about, you know, they get really thrown off. They get really into their feelings when people aren't nice to them. Guess what? Not everybody's going to be nice to you, but if you can stick in there, potentially that person will turn. Here's another thing that this guy did that was I thought was really positive. Um, the guy had a 918 area code. What's the significance of that? Nothing specific, but this agent knew where that was. And it was that 918 area code is a Tulsa, Oklahoma area code. And the guy said, oh, so do you live in Tulsa? And the guy's like, no, I live here. But he comes back around to it. And this guy actually used to live over in Oklahoma. So my point is, the guy didn't wasn't super receptive to it, but I thought it was a really good thing. Oh, I would have tweaked it a little bit differently. Hey, you got a 918 number. Are you from Tulsa? Instead of do you live in Tulsa? Because it's 2023. I don't have an area code for the for the area that I live in. I don't I mean, you probably haven't moved recently, but, you know, I live in Colorado. My area code is still still Arkansas. And that's okay. That's how things are in 2023. I'm not going to change my phone number. It's not required. There's no long distance anymore. For those of you who are old enough to remember, there was actually long distance at one point in time. But that's not the case anymore. So people keep their cell phones. But it's a good, hey, looking for some commonality here, looking for something to talk about. Um, So I thought that was really good. Um, By the way, he used one of your favorite scripts, and which has become one of my favorite scripts is, oh, by the way, do you rent or do you own? So, you know, he really did some good rapport building. He stayed in the present tense, you know, and Dale's talking about this. And maybe you just want to talk about that. Why do we want to use those present tense questions, Dale? Because this guy was grumpy, not the agent, but the potential client was really grumpy. So why is it such a good idea to use those present tense questions? I'll pass that to you. Yeah. So the reason you use present tense is because one, it does not it takes it out of the realm of sales. So a future tense question or a past tense questions, in a lot of cases, put you in a sales scenario, or at least that's very uh, is very common for what a salesperson would do. Obviously, right? Future tense is where are you moving to? Where where do you want to buy? What do you want to buy? When do you want to get there? When do you want to sell? Right? It's your future planning, and the past tense are how are you making decisions? Right? What prompted your move? Uh, tell me what you did you don't like about your home, stuff like that. Right? Um, it's in the past. The present stuff is just, hey, who are you right now in this moment? It really takes a lot of that pressure off. And those present tense questions, who are you right now, are very easy for anybody to answer, right? Because we all live in the present. Yeah. And by the way, I call it the Spanish Inquisition. No one's interested in that. No one's interested. What about this, 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 this? Like, leave me the hell alone. You called me. Why am I getting interrogated like I'm sitting on an FBI lie detector? I'm not interested (laughs) in that. I'm exaggerating. But sometimes it feels that way. I've been on the other end of that phone call, which is where you just get hammered question after question after question. So the current tense questions, and I'm just going to piggyback on what Dale said, also get the buyer seller client, whatever you want to call that person talking. And guess what? If they're talking, you're winning. Yeah. And and I I just think that that's a a really powerful thing to do. And it's a good way to make them feel good. I mean, what's everybody's favorite subject for the most part themselves. So if we can get them talking about themselves and what's going on, it can be a really powerful way to get that person moving forward. Um, 
And, and again, the biggest takeaway from this call, and you know, Dale and I will fix this. We next week we'll, we'll be able to actually play stuff. But ultimately, the biggest takeaway that I have is he stuck in there. He dealt with a grumpy person. He used present tense questions to do it. And he actually ends up setting an appointment with this with this guy, a guy who's like, who the hell is this on the front end of the phone call? And and, yeah. and by the way, it's not a long call. Um, if I had played the whole thing, it was only about two minutes and 30 seconds long. So, you know, things that I would coach him on is he didn't have a very good button up at the end of it. But overall, yeah. you know, I'd rate this call a real solid seven or eight out of 10 because we didn't have somebody who really wanted to talk to us. And we still end up setting an appointment. That's a huge win in my world. That's great. Uh, Brian, why don't you email it to me um, while we're talking here? I'll see if I can play it. You know, last week when we used StreamYard and we I played a call, you kept asking me to turn it up also. So I think that it might just be an audio issue through StreamYard itself um, that was preventing us from, you know, having it loud enough to be able to hear on the other end. So I'm going to try, try something and see if it works. Um, okay. I put that, I put the link to it in the chat. Okay in this chat here. How would I find it? Oh, there it is. Uh oh, Brian, I think I don't know if I think everybody sees that. It's okay. If they want to listen to it, they can. I don't care. <laughs> okay. I'm like, uh oh, Brian, Brian, don't put your phone number in there. Uh, how do I? Yeah. All right. So I yeah, see the I chat. Could. I can't I can't click on the link. Nope. That wouldn't make any sense, right? Why would I be able to click on a link that's inside the chat? Let me try this private Crazy. chat. Just email it to me. You know, I saw a uh, anecdotally, I saw an ad pop up in my Instagram feed for StreamYard. So I commented on it and I'm like, why don't you people have an integration with Zapier so I can push the registrations right into my CRM? They're like, oh, we could suggest it to our tech department. I'm like, that's kind of a no brainer. I know you've been around for years now. Uh, so when people register, there's no way to push the registration into your CRM. You have to like download it and, uh, you know. Uh, then uh, import it into your CRM like we're cave people, right? One step above the yeah. pterodactyl phone. All right. Well, I sent that over to you. Hopefully that, that you got it. Um, Let's see. Because I'd like to play this. I just want it, to, it's, you know, it's funny, man, is even this even happens in training. What, I don't know if I'm sure you've noticed this, Brian, when you train an agent, you're like, oh, hey, um, let's talk about how to do this kind of, uh, you know, technique, this dialogue technique or whatever. And the agent's like, oh yeah, I know how to do that. I do it all the time. Right. And they're like, all right, great. Well, let's practice it. And then they totally screw it up and they don't do anything that you talked about and they're not good at it. And then you practice some more. Right. And then they think they're badasses and they're like, nah, I totally got this. I say it all the time. You're like, or even better yet, you're like, Hey, uh, why aren't they writing that deal? Or how come they aren't staying in this? Oh, well, you know, I, I tried. And you're like, well, did you say this? Oh, yeah, I said that. I said all these things to them. But if you go listen to whatever the recording is, they didn't say any of that stuff, right? Not even close to what they told you. So being able to actually play the recordings, I find is like so incredibly impactful and just makes so much of a difference. It's invaluable, especially to get people to listen to it, where you can be like, here, this is exactly what you didn't do. We talked about this, right? Uh, let me see if I can play this. You let me know. We're going to share screen, cash call 3-1, share audio tab, right? You see my little, see my little window? Let's roll it. All right. I'm going to, I have the, I'm going to, I have the volume all the way up. Oh, crap. This is a different call. Alligator. Is that the wrong call? Yeah. 
How is the sound though? Let's see how the sound is. Connecting okay. you to a local agent now. Um, I, I was wondering. Yes. Is that how's the sound? It's okay. It's okay. All right. Do you think it's quiet like it was before? It's. It seems to be louder. Okay. Cool. All right. Send me your call that we should play, and we'll play it. And. Smart sales coaching says they can hear it. Thank you. <laughs> That's good news. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know what? In what, dealing with angry people when you get them on the phone, man, I think that there's a couple different ways that you go. And one of the mistakes that I hear, honestly, is uh, when some, when you, you, a, a caller gets an angry person that answers the phone and they like really nice them. Do you know what I mean? Like they get really nicer. They get even nicer. And I find that that occasionally works if you have the overly syrupy, nice type of personality. But like me and you? <laughs> not quite like, maybe a little nicer than us. But I find that that works if you're already naturally super nice and you can do it really authentically. But if that's not your personality, then you actually need to go the other way and tone it down a notch and be more direct and less happy. Do you know what I mean? Like downswing, yep. confident, take your tone down, maybe sound mildly annoyed just like they do. And I find that that works much better. I, I agree. Like I heard Tristan do that one time. I'll, I'm sure most of you know who Tristan is, but like he, he, he was calling an expired. You're the 23rd agent who's called me. And he goes, yeah, I know that really pisses you off, doesn't it? <laughs> just like that. And the guy's like, yeah. Well, good news is I'm not calling to ask you to list your house. And it worked and it was brilliant. And uh, mirroring and matching matters. And so even mirroring and matching frustration, irritation, tone. Now, I'm not going to talk like that for the next 15 minutes if I get to stay on the phone for 15 minutes. But just a queer, quick mirror, mirror match on the front end of a conversation it works great. So I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. And I think most of you have probably heard that if you listen to Cash Call. I lived in Arkansas for 20 years. That's a little bit different than New York. And when I, when I worked for a different company, whenever East Coast people came in, they used to give them to me. Every one of them. Oh, give that one to Brian because they no one knew how to talk to the people on the East Coast because they were always so abrupt and, and short and like East Coasters. And that's just how we talk on the East Coast. And they gave them to me because I knew how to mirror and match them. And yeah. it wasn't because I was skilled at it. It was just because I, that's how I, that's what I grew up with. So yep. it's a very interesting thing that happens, but anyway. All right. Here's my, here's the next call. Woo. All right. Are we good? All the way up. Hello. Hey, Jared. Yes. Hey, this is Patrick Forsey with So right there, there's an error that, that worked against him. And this is why we need to play this. He said, hi, Jared, and went up on the end like he didn't know that it was Jared. Okay, so automatically, yep. right? We teach you downswing. You know who it is. You go in assumptively. Um, and I want to see if he even matched the first word or not. Hello? Hey, Jared? No, he didn't. He didn't match the first word either, right? So the answer, the person who answered said, hello, the caller said, hey, Jared, two strikes again. I mean, you're actually a few strikes deep. This is what I teach, right? Which is uh, if the phone rings, first of all, these days, if the phone rings, we're already halfway suspicious that it's going to be a sales call, right? Yep. 
That's just how it works. So phone rings. Don't recognize the number. You're not my phone. You've got, you got a big strike against you. I answer and I don't recognize your voice. That's strike two. Now, the guy didn't match his word and didn't know that it was him. He didn't know it was the, the, the person he was trying to call. Those are massive strikes against you. So I, I, I find it, I feel like people think that when we say that, we're just like nitpicking or something or trying to come up with something. But no, there's actually, it, it actually makes a difference. The word hey is different from the word hello. Whether or not you know your intended target that you called or don't telegraphs information to that person when they answer the phone. Agreed. So this guy already had headwind against him. Yes. Hey, this is Patrick Forsey with the Curtis Realty Group in Rogers. I was just giving you a follow-up call on a property search you've done a little while back uh, to see if you're still planning on making a move sometime in the near future. He did really good at delivering his script, though. Besides the couple of screw-ups in the front, he delivered yep. his intro really well. Um, but his question was... Time in the near future. You've done a little while back uh, to see if you're still planning on making a move sometime in the near future. Okay. Well, his, his question is good. Are you planning on making a move sometime in the future? Who is this with? I'm with the Curtis Realty Group in Rogers, Arkansas. That's how you have a nine one. Yeah, I saw you have a nine one eight number. You know, around Tulsa or? So what I would have done there, uh, Brian, is uh, when he said, "Who's this with?" I'm with the Curtis Realty Group in what was it, Tulsa? Rogers, Arkansas. In in Rogers, I'm with the uh, Curtis Realty Group in Rogers. You registered on our website a while back. Uh, looking at homes for sale. And now I'm going to ask my question again. I wanted to see if you're planning on making a move in the near future. So all I would have done is added on to that, which is take over the conversation again, restate who you are confidently. And then this is a part of our old lead script, which is, hey, Brian, you registered on my website a long time ago to look at homes for sale, right? I'm making it okay that you don't remember. It was a long time yeah. ago, right? You're not going to remember, not a big deal. And here's what I want to know. No, I live in Springdale. Live in Springdale. Okay. Awesome. Are you planning on making a move sometime in the next year or two? Good job. He's back to his question again. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you currently yeah. own right now? Own. Own? And what's the plan with the move? Do you kind of have a plan uh, that? Mm, all right. So I would strengthen that question. Not what's the plan with the move. In this case, where he's getting one word answers, I would have taken the energy up and just been like, oh, got it. What has you thinking about making a move? Right. Go to the why. Yep. I like it. Yeah. Just change it up. Try to chat them up like we're having a beer together at the bar. You know, hey, I'm curious about you. What's going on? What's a, what's changing that makes you want to uh, make a move? And, you know, we, we don't even know if the guy is making a move. He might just be buying an investment property or something. I mean, at this point in the conversation, anyway. Yeah. So I think that kind of discovery, did you want to play the rest of it? No, we're good. I think that, uh, yeah, I think you made some really, we've made some really good points along the way. Again, I still like what this guy did, but I love that. And we were dealing with tech on the front end, so we didn't get to hear the front end of it the first time. But I think it's so important and everyone, I, I just want to reemphasize it, mirror and match immediately. That That's my point. 
make sure that if he says hello, you say hello. If he says hi, you say hi. And then upswings, downswings, and neutrals are really powerful and almost always end on a downswing. Like if you don't know which way to go, go down. Because up implies a question, up implies an uncertainty, and not a lot of good things happen when you go and when you end on an upswing, right? So if you want to practice something, practice downswings. And it may be a little bit awkward to somebody sometimes if you end on a downswing where it doesn't make sense, but I'd much rather you accidentally end on a downswing than accidentally end on an upswing. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other point of that, of what we were doing here is, you know, we when when we described what happened, versus getting to hear what happened. When we described what happened, we didn't catch the other couple of pieces in the front, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what happens, like I was making the point, when you talk to your salespeople and you talk to your agents, or when you even think about your own conversations, right? If you're like, oh my God, why can't I set an appointment with people? Or why, why did they not list with me? Why are they not buying through me? Or whatever it may be. And you think back to what your conversation was or how things went, you have a you have a one-sided perspective of a two-sided or even a three-sided interaction. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So being able to hear the recording at least gets you a little more to neutral ground so that you can better hear what happened and what the exchange was. Well, and here's the thing. I've listened to some of my phone calls. Full disclosure, I, I'm, I don't want to play any of them on here. I'm just kidding. It'd be fine. But my point is this. We all have a blind spot for ourselves because it's really hard real time to critique yourself. Like maybe somebody can do that, but I'm paying attention to what the other person's saying. I'm matching their tone. I'm, you know, coming up with questions to ask. I'm taking notes. It's really hard to do all of those things and then go, hey, I wonder if I did. It's just not possible for the majority of us. So you know, full disclosure, you know, we're pretty harsh on people on here and I, we do it to have a little bit of fun and have make things a little bit funny. But at the end of the day, Dale and I aren't perfect either and no one's going to be perfect. So listen to your own phone calls. That's super powerful. One of the things I would love to figure out how to do, Dale, and I think this would be great if we could figure out how to change the voice on something and then play it back to somebody and let them critique the call and then go, oh, by the way, that was you. How much fun would that be? <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, I, um, I I do agree that uh, that that's a huge huge benefit to be able to do that. And I would also like to say this, Brian, I assume that this may also be true for you. What I find is that having done this stuff for so long and having trained others and having listened to so much stuff, now I am much closer to being able to hear what I do, bad or good, in real time right? As I'm doing it a lot more than I was able to when I was younger or less experienced in the business to the point now that, you know, like when I'm talking to people about coaching or training or whatever it may be, I still say dumb things, right? I still make wrong moves. Um, And so, but I'm much closer to hearing them. And it's like, ooh, in your head, you're like, you're in the conversation. You're like, oh, damn, I shouldn't have done it that way, you know? Um, And you get to hear that a lot more. So for, for people listening to this, listen to your stuff, listen to your stuff, listen to your stuff. And if you're a team leader, teach, train, listen to their stuff, and you'll get much sharper in your own head being able to to evaluate what you're doing in real time. And I want to add one final thought to that. If you don't do that, if you're not listening to your own phone calls or you're not having someone else listen to your phone calls to critique them, you know what you're more than likely doing? 
practice makes perfect. We've all heard that. That's not true. Practicing perfect makes perfect. So a lot of us are actually practicing the thing over and over and over again. That's the wrong thing. Right. Because it worked one time. And that's the, the biggest problem that we have in something like this. I said this really dumb thing one time and the person loved it and it converted. I'm going to say so that I over and over and over and over again. Well, guess what? That was a dumb thing. thing. Right. Yeah. So now we, I we make, yeah. And I've done that in sales. I can remember, you know, being in a different sales career and somebody coming up to me and saying, you've got to stop saying this. I'm like, people like it. They're like, no, that one person liked it. And every other person since you're, you're irritating and frustrating and it's not a good approach. Oh, okay. That's funny. So, yeah. You've gotten, we've said this on here before. It's like, just because you did it wrong and it worked <laughs> doesn't mean that, you know, that, uh, that it's the right thing to do. And uh, you're just getting lucky that it hasn't screwed up more sales for you. Exactly. And by the way, how many sales did it screw up that you weren't even aware of? So be that person who's willing to take that critical feedback and grow and become a, a better version of yourself. And why not? I, you know, I'd rather be wrong and rich than right and poor. So yeah, absolutely, man. All right. Well, you know what, Brian, I think that beyond the technical difficulties, which everybody just got a, a lesson on some of the stream yard frustrations that we have, um, I think that we've given them some we've given them some good things to think about. What do you think, Brian? I think so. And uh, we'll get better at tech. We can Dale and I can do it. We have faith. Or we'll hire somebody to do it for us. Right. One there of the you other. Go. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> all right. Sounds good, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see all of you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to Cash Call today. If you like what you heard, come check us out at smartsalescoaching.com and we'll be back again next week.